I'm Michelle Schaefer, and you're listening to another episode of Sold Out Entrepreneur. I have a story to tell. I'm going to share how I went from a 16-year-old teen mom to millionaire, divorced with two kids, putting myself through school, and working multiple jobs just to make ends meet. The odds were certainly against me, but I never lost my hope, I never lost my faith, and I never lost my dream. I'm going to help you build your faith, have big dreams, and build big teams. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi, welcome. I'm excited to have you on the Sold Out Entrepreneur Podcast today. Today's episode is going to be on vision casting and being able to communicate that vision. I don't care what profession you're in, somebody cast a vision somewhere to create the environment that you're in. Somebody had a dream, they had a vision, they had a picture of something that was to come. So I'm going to, very first thing I want to do is two things. Number one, I'm going to give you the actual dictionary definition of the word vision. Here we go. An experience in which a person, thing, or event appears vividly or credibly to the mind, although not actually present. The act or power of anticipating that which will or may come. So I love that. Uh, even though it's not actually present, your mind is believing that it's credible and it's vivid. And I want to start this podcast off with a verse that you've probably heard many, many times. And it's going to really be kind of a center point of today's, uh, of today's podcast. It's out of the book of Proverbs which was written by Solomon, and it is chapter 29, verse 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, people perish. Here's, the, here's another um, version of it. Where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. Isn't it interesting? Even the Bible is saying that when people do not have a clear vision, they suffer. <laughs> they perish, actually, is one of the, one of the uh, interpretations there. But it's talking here about, you know, us not having hope, really. Really, that's what it is. If you don't have a vision for the future, if you, if you really don't have, if you're not hoping, you know, that God is in control, number one, and number two, going to create a future that is better than your current situation or the past, it's pretty hard to have hope. So it's that vision of what is to come that you can vividly and credibly picture in your mind. And so, you know, God uses several different stories in the Bible and of course, Jesus himself in the New Testament, he uses several stories in the Bible of different leaders and how they have been used to cast a vision and a hope for a better future for people. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about that as well, but I, I want to frame this for you 
um, in the as an entrepreneur in kind of the the framing of as a leader in business. Okay, my profession in the direct selling profession, we talk a lot about casting a vision, and more and more I am seeing that this is where people really struggle. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised by that. So I'm hoping that this gives you a little bit of insight on not only how to have a vision for yourself, but how to be able to communicate and cast a vision for other people. Really, really important. I mean, you could even go as far as to say, you know, without a target, people, you know, they, they, they have no direction. So being able to cast a vision for people, being able to paint a picture of a possible future for them is is step one in them being able to set goals. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I hope this makes sense to you. It's it's such a big part of, of my life for me. It's This is a big part of life just for me every day. Um, I, if you've been listening to my podcast now for the last couple of months, you are seeing a very, very common thread through every area of my life, and that is my faith. My faith in, you know, God, what he says, what he says in the Bible, and how his promise for us, the vision that he casts for us, is that he, his promise, his plan is that our future is better than our past, and that anything that happens in our lives is for our good. And so because of that, when circumstances happen in our lives, and they, they will happen, it's not an if. <laughs> Listen, guys, it's not an if. It's a win. It's a win. Things are going to happen. Tragedies, unfortunately, they are going to happen in your life. We're going to lose people that we love tragically, sometimes you know, in, to a disease or an accident. Relationships are going to get broken off because of miscommunication or maybe just pruning. That's something I think God has been doing in my life now for, for the last several months, a lot of pruning. You know, you're going to have, you know, situations with your job or your business. They're not going to go the way that you plan. And you're going to have things come up that are not what you wanted. This is, this is, this is a definite part of life. It happens. But because of my absolute faith in the word of God, in the person of God, in who he is, who he has been to me, and who he says I am, you know, for him, <laughs> created by him, I can continue to every single day wake up and have a vision and have hope for an incredible day and anticipate that he's going to do something amazing in my life. I just, I know that that's true. And on the days that I don't wake up and, you know, have an intentional vision for the day and intentional hope, I'll tell you what, my attitude is crap and I feel bad physically. My body feels different. Do you, have you, can you relate to this? You ever have a day where you just kind of woke up, maybe like we say on the wrong side of the bed or whatever, you didn't sleep good, who knows? And so your attitude from the beginning of the day is just kind of yucky and your energy is low and everything looks kind of through a fogged glass for the whole day. But if you wake up in the morning 
And you start off the day by saying, okay, God, here I am, send me. I know today is going to be a day that you're going to do amazing things with me, through me, for me, right? Your attitude is amazing because you have a vision and a hope for a great day. And that's contagious. You're contagious either way, just so you know. You're contagious if you're walking around in a cloud of sadness, negativity, and depression. You're contagious. And if you're walking around in a cloud of hope, joy, vision, anticipation, excitement, then that's contagious too. So really, it's just a decision every single morning that you make when you open your eyes, when you've been given another day, another chance to you know have, <laughs> have the life that God planned for you. Uh, it's really a choice when you wake up as to how the day is going to go. I mean, that's just it. Because when you decide that your day is going to be great, no matter what circumstance comes your way, it's just it's just a decision. Okay, well, that didn't go exactly as planned, but we're going to keep moving forward. I'm still excited for the future. In my business, when I sit down and meet with people, let's let's just say for the very first time, and they're interested in my business, my products, whatever, um, I ask a lot of questions. I really want to get to know who they are as a person. This is very, very important. You cannot uh, cast a vision for somebody if if you don't know anything about them. And matter of fact, you can't cast a vision for somebody if you don't have one yourself. And and this is what I'm really. This is one of the things that I am starting to see more and more common, which makes me so sad is that part of the reason that people are having such a hard time casting a vision for other people is that they just don't have a vision for their own lives. And when I say having a vision, I'm talking about they do not have the ability or they haven't learned how to paint a picture for themselves, to paint a future that is full of possibility. They don't know how to see that yet. When I talk to people and I ask them questions, one of the common questions that I ask people, um, you know, in in the course of the conversation, usually the, I try to do this within the first one or two conversations with somebody, but um, you know, one or, the first or second conversation, asking questions, really getting to know them, who are they, what lights them up, what really like turns turns them on and makes them excited. Um, I one of the questions I ask is this: If you woke up tomorrow morning and you had zero bills, no debt at all, you had more than enough money in your bank account than you could ever spend, and you didn't have any job that you were required to do that day, you didn't have a job, what would you do? And (laughs) this, maybe this is what you're thinking right now, and if it is, then I'm so glad you're listening to this podcast, but this is an answer that I get so often the first thing people say to me is, I would sleep. That makes me so sad, (laughs) although I can relate. There was a a time in my life where I was so busy that all I could do is think of the next minute, certainly not casting a a vision, you know, being able to paint a vision for myself of of a different future, even though the vision is what drove me. It drove me. I was not just, you know, working that hard, thinking that that was gonna be, the rest of my life. I knew I had a, an end goal in mind, but, but the idea at that time, if somebody would have asked me that question at that time, my answer would have been the same. Oh my gosh, I'd sleep. I'd sleep for a week. I'm so exhausted. And so I can relate, but it makes me sad because that you're, you know, you're so beat down. You're so tired. 
you're so burdened with the responsibilities of everyday life that you can't even see past just catching up on sleep. But it, but it's common, and I never make people feel bad for that because I understand it. So my response is this. Okay, so you've slept. <laughs> you've caught up on all your sleep. You've slept in. You've taken naps. You've gone to bed at whatever time you want. You've woken up when, and naturally when your body wants to wake up. It's been two straight weeks. You feel refreshed, and you feel you know awake and energetic and alive. Okay what do you do the next day? (laughs) What comes next? And it's this process of kind of digging in to somebody's dream, (laughs) digging in there and finding it again, literally picking off. If you could imagine, you know, a building collapsing on itself, right? And it's got the debris and the foundation and the, you know, the, the stone or the block or the metal or the beams, all of it. Our job, in order for us to be able to cast a vision for somebody, we have to start to remove the debris. What's the debris? The debris is disappointment, bills. Uh, the, the debris is, you know, unrealized dreams and goals. It's, you know, this didn't happen for you then or bad decisions or all of the things that have piled on top of that dream, that vision that, that God placed inside of you so many years ago. And as each one of these things happened, it was just another thing laid on top of it. But I want to, I want to just speak this into your heart. If God put that dream in your heart, it's there for a reason. And do you think for one second that a God-given vision, a God-given dream, do you think that there is not going to be an enemy that does everything in his power to cover that up, to make it seem impossible, and to tell you, no, that's not your future. Your future is hopeless. That will never happen for you. Well, of course, that's the goal. The goal is to kill, steal, and destroy. And in this, for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to say that the goal of the enemy is to kill your vision, <laughs> steal your dream, and destroy your hope. That's the goal. So we, as leaders, and maybe you're a leader in a Bible study. Maybe you're a leader in your home. Maybe you're a leader in your business. It, it doesn't matter. You're leading right now. Even if you're, you know, you you have a very small audience. You're still leading every day. You have a sphere of influence. People that look to you. So our job as leaders is to help people to remove the debris and help to cast a vision for their lives so that they can you know, bring back to life that God-given dream. And it's, it's actually really fun. It's one of my favorite things to do with people. And sometimes it takes a long time. I have to keep asking the question because for some, the dream has been buried so deep. You're talking about even before adulthood, some people had parents and, and teachers and mentors that spoke negativity into their hearts and started burying the dream then makes me so sad. But just know this, there is hope. There's hope. No matter how deep the the thing is that got buried, you know, God wants to bring it back to life. So being able to paint this picture, it starts with asking really great, great questions. So 
before you can do it for somebody else, like I said, you have to be able to do it for yourself. So, so do this. I, I, I did another podcast where I talked about this and, you know, every night before you go to bed, just start picturing it. Okay. If I, if tomorrow, I mean, I'm, you're lying in bed tonight and you're asking yourself the, the question, if I did not have to go to work tomorrow, what would my life look like? If all of my bills were paid, what is it that my heart wants? Just start asking your question and ask God to reveal it to you. Say, God, show me. (laughs) Show me where you want me. Show me why you created me. Show me where it is that you can have the greatest impact on the planet because of the person you created me to be. He will. He'll show it to you. And sometimes it seems outrageous, but just go with it because he, trust me, he knows what he's doing. (laughs) Because God's vision always surpasses human comprehension. Always. It requires persistence on the part of the leaders. And, And if you're casting a vision for somebody else, it requires persistence on the part of the leader to make sure everyone catches it and remembers it. So in my profession, in the profession of network marketing, we are constantly casting a vision of what is possible for people. When I'm speaking to somebody in a, individually, I because I know them, I cast a vision individually for them. Okay, so imagine this. Imagine what it's going to be like when you can take your son or daughter to school. You can participate in their classroom. You and your husband can take vacations when and how you want. I'm casting a vision individually for them. Imagine what it's going to feel like when you make that final payment to pay off the, the you know the last bit of debt. Imagine what it's going to feel like. Let's talk about that. Let's let's feel the feeling. How are you going to feel? Because a goal without emotion is really one that you're not going to be excited about. We've got to connect the emotion with the vision, right? It's one thing to have a vision. It's another to be able to communicate that vision, you know what I mean, to other people so that they can embrace it and internalize it. So you've got to get very, very good at painting a picture for them, something that is tangible and real, In the profession of network marketing for many years, people would talk these like just exorbitant amounts of money to people. They would talk about making, you know, 50, 60, 70, $100,000 a month. And while that is possible, (laughs) and I've been able to, uh, you know, earn in upwards of some of those numbers, which is insane to me. It just doesn't even sound real. And Bobby has too, uh, with me and apart from me. But when you when you're when you're speaking to people and you're casting a vision that big some people can't even go there it's it's just they cannot internalize it it's too far fetched so i like to start sometimes with a vision that's a little bit smaller what if we could replace the income that you're making right now, the amount, exact amount that you are bringing into the household with your job, whether that's just enough, even if it's not enough, what if we could replace that income, but you could do it from home in your time frame, right? Where you were earning that income around your life instead of building your life around your job, casting a vision for them. Casting one that they can not only embrace, but internalize. 
And the thing is, this isn't really something that you can fake because we as human beings have this incredible internal, really, really potent and powerful lie detector. (laughs) So if somebody is just, it's just lip service for them, you know what I mean? They don't really believe it. They don't have that vision for themselves. It's not going to have the same impact. So it really does start with you being able to see the vision for your own future, the vision that God has for your life, the vision that that you want to create for your future first. That's really where it starts. You cannot give away something that you do not possess. So the first step in being able to communicate a vision is being able to communicate a vision to yourself. Casting a vision for yourself. And for it, this, it depends on your personality, your upbringing, your life. For some, this is, this is easy. This is easy for me. <laughs> this is something so easy for me. I can get myself so riled up and excited about the vision that, you know, that I can cast just in my own imagination. And, you know, really then taking it to the Lord and saying, okay, God, what is it that you want for me? Here's what I see. <laughs> This is what I want, Lord. Now you take that vision and and you have your way with it. What is it that you want for me? And I use the Bible. I I I love to, you know, have these kind of vision casting sessions for myself and then dig into the word and see what the Lord has to say to me about it. And then to, you know, spend time in prayer and God will inevitably he will use so many things around me to confirm the vision, to, to make it bigger or to, you know, say, mm, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's not it. <laughs> it starts with you. It really starts with what you're able to believe is possible for yourself. That's really step one for you. Okay, so let's just assume now that you have been able to do that. You're excited. You have a clear vision of the future. You can see it in your mind's eye and you can feel the emotion of being there. That's when you have a clear vision. Now, God gave you imagination. He's given you this beautiful gift of being able to envision and to see and to feel and experience things all in your mind before they ever happen. Uh, it's called visualization. It's one of the. It's a powerful, powerful tool and gift that God's given us. So once you've been able to do that for yourself, you can then go and paint these great pictures for other people. And so uh, I said this already, but y- being able to have a vision for yourself, being able to vocalize a vision for other people, but being able to communicate it in in a in a, a way that they can they can see it and feel it, they can embrace it, and then they can literally plant that seed inside their hearts. So you have to cast it again and again and again. And, you know, we're seeing this picture in the Bible. God has given us examples of this. In the Old Testament, God gave King David a vision uh, for the temple that he was supposed to build. But he also told him that it wasn't him that was going to build it. So David took on the task of communicating the vision for the temple in a way that would inspire his son Solomon, who was going to be building the temple, to take on the important job. So he was casting a vision for him, right? He painted the picture. He, he, you know, he encouraged. 
And you can, you know, look in the book of Chronicles and really read through this story and see how God used David to cast a vision so that Solomon could embrace and internalize it. When I think about casting a vision, of course, I, you, you, I can't think about that without thinking about Moses. And Moses had a really, I mean, it was kind of an ominous task to be able to cast a vision <laughs> for the millions, <laughs> the millions of people that he would lead out of Egypt, you know what I mean? To take them out of slavery. And, and so over and over again, this was God's vision that he had to cast for Moses. Moses had to be able to embrace it and internalize it and then take that vision and share it with other people. Um, you could, again, go into the Bible and read in Exodus, and it's just um, it's miraculous to watch this. Even though Moses was resistant to it, he was resistant to leadership, he was re- resistant to the job that God asked him to do, um, but he continued to have faith and listen and obey God and and move forward and really just... I mean, so many lessons can be learned. And of course, Jesus. (laughs) Jesus was so effective at casting a vision that his first followers, the disciples, they literally turned their backs on prosperous business in order to follow him. That's how great at casting a vision he was. He gave them a a vision of something that was bigger than just them. This is something that we do in business all the time. We don't, we not only cast, we have to be able to see it ourselves for our own lives. Then we have to be able to cast that vision for other people. And then the third part of it is being able to cast a vision of, of a bigger picture impact, right? It's all, you, you have to have the oxygen mask on yourself first, (laughs) cast it, being able to see and cast a vision for yourself. Then you cast it, cast that out for somebody else. But then guess what? Let's cast it even bigger. How can we impact the world? This is one of the reasons I love this profession so much. I love it. Your life can change so drastically. This is exactly what happened for me. When I first got involved in network marketing, I was not looking to impact anything except for my life, my family's life, my husband and my children's lives. That was it. That was all that I wanted to do. But when God brought me to that, when, when that, when that goal was reached, oh my goodness, I could not keep my mouth shut about casting that same vision for other people. (sighs) And it just, it's like dropping a stone in a still pond and the ripple goes out and out and out until it comes to the edge. It's just something that continues to grow. So the ability to have a vision and to cast that vision and communicate it to other people Really, this is how the world is changed. Look at any great leader. They had a vision. (laughs) They had a vision themselves and they communicated that vision to other people and they grabbed hold. They bought into it. They shared it so that it wouldn't, that vision would turn into a legacy that went from next generation to generation to generation. This is, this is really how Christianity has been built. It started with Jesus. He recruited 12 and they cast the vision for what's now millions and millions of people globally. It's kind of cool, right? Generation after generation after generation of people who have caught a hold of the vision of a Savior <laughs> who is perfect and sees us as perfect. 
So vision casting really is something that that uh, goes into really er- every area of your life. Cast a vision when you're when you're engaged. Okay, you're engaged to be married. You cast a vision of what your marriage is going to be like. <laughs> you're casting a vision of what your family is going to look like in the future. I mean, really, it's it's a it is a skill that you can develop and learn and uh, share with other people. And let me just tell you something. If you want to be the catalyst of hope, if you want to be a dealer of hope, if you want to be somebody that other people cannot wait to be around, become a person of vision and become a caster of vision. Who does not want to be around somebody that paints the picture of a better future, that paints the picture of a better life? That is literally the seeds of hope. It's the seeds of hope. And so I'll end this podcast with a verse that you've probably heard a million times. Even if you're not a believer, you've heard this or seen it everywhere. It really is. uh, This is the ultimate vision casting verse out of Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And that's, that's where you have it. When you trust that that statement is true, then it is very easy for you to be able to have a vision for your own life and your family's life and your business that is better than where you're at now. I mean, we're talking about the creator of the universe, the God that created the heavens and the earth. And if you've read the Bible and you read about what heaven is and how incredible it is, you know that this is this this is a God with vision and this is a God who wants us to have a life of abundance, joy, hope. That's what he wants for us doesn't mean that every day is going to be like that. It doesn't mean that circumstances aren't going to come and try to derail us. But when you know and when you believe that statement that I just read to you, that God's promise to us is that he, his promise is that his plans are to prosper us and not to harm us and to give us hope and a future. When you know that, no matter what the circumstance is that comes, you can still walk in joy. You can still have a vision and you can still have seeds, not only seeds of hope, but you can literally live in a state of hope every day. And that's just, that is just a huge gift, not only to yourself, but to everybody around you. I really hope that this has been something Uh, that has brought hope to you today. I hope that you will start practicing casting that vision for yourself and for everybody around you, just become that person and watch, watch your life literally change right before your eyes. Watch the atmosphere around you change, watch your relationships with people change and watch things literally like right before your eyes start to dramatically shift. As always, I appreciate you letting me into your heart, your ears, (laughs) your mind for uh, what is now 31 minutes on this particular podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, I, my only hope is to impact, um, to share the things that God has shared with me in my life. And that includes my family, my faith, my business, all of the above, and hope that, you know, the things that God has shared with me can uh, be a, a blessing to you as they have been to me. 
And I hope that you will share this podcast if you have found it to um, have value and uh, to have impacted you in any way. And if you're listening to this and you're, you, you want desperately to have a vision of your future being better than the one that it is now and finances are the thing that is holding you back, I want to invite you to listen to a free three-part masterclass that my husband Bobby and I put together. And it really casts a vision for what is possible for you financially in your future. We give you tools and information that I believe are absolutely uh, guaranteed to have an impact on you and to uh, show you a different way, a way that we think is better. You can access that by going to bigtimenetworker.com. You can get instant access to that. You can uh, also get to it through soldoutentrepreneur.com. And uh, you can please share with other people what you've learned. Um, Like us on Facebook. Um, You can follow me on Instagram. And if you are enjoying these podcasts, please uh, go onto iTunes uh, under Apple, Apple Podcasts and rate and review them. That's always something that really adds uh, value to me and shows me that I'm having an impact. So thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to hear from you in the future. Until next time.